Okay, go. You're listening to the Debatable Podcast hosted by Greg Sedashny. It's available for streaming and download at debatablepodcast.tumblr.com and on iTunes. Find us on Twitter at DebatablePod and like us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash debatablepodcast. Greg also co-hosts All the Pieces Matter along with Fernando Madrigal. All the Pieces Matter is a retrospective podcast on HBO's The Wire. It's available for streaming and download at wirepod.tumblr.com and on iTunes. Find All the Pieces Matter on Twitter at wire underscore podcast and like the show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash wirepodcast. Last but not least, you can always find Debatable and All the Pieces Matter anytime at actionagogo.com. So please, check out our sites on Twitter. Check us out on Facebook. Check us out on Tumblr. Check us out on the street if you see us there. Leave us questions, comments, feedback. And if you're up to it, rate and review us on iTunes. We really like that. And hey, let your friends know about us. But above all, enjoy today's show. Thanks for listening. That's great. That's great. Thanks. Why don't you move over just a little bit? You want me to get closer, girl? Yeah, get closer. For the audio or? For the yeah. audio. Yeah. yeah. It's very much like, is that a Come banana? here, kid. Is that you a want banana? me to get closer for the audio? Is that a banana in your pocket? <laughs> um, what was I going to say? Speak a little bit. Um, hey, I'm trying to figure, I'm trying to remember what that, that joke's from. The uh, Yeah, let me look at my note. Or like it was like uh, <laughs> yeah 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 someone said that someone said but it's like, I think it was with eyes because he only had one eye like keep an it wasn't keep an eye out but it was something where it was like 
you know, well, it was like for your to... I mean, it was like uh, like a top secret thing, and he was like for your eye only. Yes, <laughs> yes. What is that from? Top Secret, the movie. I've never seen Top Secret. Well, okay. I, yeah, I've never seen Top it's Secret. It's something like that. Yeah, yeah for your eye. Yeah, only. for your eye only. Yeah. No, I was gonna say, do you feel bad that um, you know I, I've the, of this series, my favorite films, mm-hmm. like I've had people on with something to chew into? Do you feel like this movie is not enough to chew into? Yeah. Really? Um, so can so are we starting? We're not. Yeah, gonna we're gonna, okay. we're gonna start. So everyone, welcome to the the <laughs> final. Are keep that in? Are we starting? Yeah, yeah. No, are we're. You, are we recording? Are we recording? Are we recording? How old are you? Forty five years old. You don't know how podcasts work. Uh, uh, so everyone, welcome to my favorite films. Uh, you might think that debatable. Uh, yeah, you you might think with that voice that following me up that we're talking about The Wire, yeah. but we're not. HBO's The Wire, oh, but yeah. we're not. We are, uh, in fact, finishing off uh, my favorite uh, films, uh, a series I've been doing uh, uh, now for, uh, this will be the fifth episode of it. These are movies that kind of shaped me uh, as, a, as a young lad and as a teenager, and uh, I am proud to have Fernando Madrigal on to Ooh. talk about just one of the guys, 1985, a, a movie Which that... Guy? Just, I, I might have wrote about just him, a different w- guy. Just one of the guys. Yeah, no, which one? J- Jim, okay? <laughs> it's about Jim. Um, but uh, yeah, this is a, a, a movie that got a lot of replay, rerun on uh, HBO, HBO yeah. in the 90s. This was even before like they had all the HBO. Maybe it was like it just HBO yeah, it was and HBO too. Exactly. Yeah. It was when it was when it was still the original. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we're going to talk about this. So, so yeah, you feel well, like there's not enough to chew on? Well, let me ask you, what were the other movies you did? Okay. I, don't, I don't know. We did Sneakers. Hey, that's not okay. Uh, you know, you love my black levels. Oh my god! Fernando watched sneakers for the first time at for my the, house. The only time. Okay, the only time. He didn't shout like out, it very shout much. Shout out, uh, David Strahane. <laughs> I mean, looking out, Strathard. Yeah. Uh, didn't uh, Wait, didn't David like Strathard. Yeah, David Strathard. <laughs> I for, yeah, yeah. legit called him Strahane all the time for the last eighteen years. Yeah. Uh, no, but we watched it at my old apartment. I had yeah. a, a new beautiful TV, yeah. and I, my my idea was. To keep those black levels as deep as possible, you know, so that you get, yeah. like... So, the movie is uh, quite dark in some sequences, yeah. and Fernando's like, I can't, I can't see even, shit. I, can't even tell I was like, was. stop talking about my black levels. Yeah. My black levels are fantastic. Greg kept his black as low as yeah. police. Yeah, yeah. am I black enough for you, I believe. <laughs> yeah. What's that? Um, so, Sneakers. sneakers. Uh, the second one was If Looks Could Kill. Who's that? Is that James Bond or not? Yeah, it was a uh, it was a uh, kind of a, a ripoff or a homage at the time of uh, of James Bond because the James Bond series kind of went into hibernation. It was before okay. Pierce Brosnan. Who, who was the main guy in that? Uh, Richard Grieco. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I saw yeah. you tweeting about that. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. What were the other ones? Uh, a Few Good Men. Okay. Uh, and the movie too, <laughs> with uh, with Dan Tyag. Yeah. Uh, and uh, the last one that we did was Ravenous with James McCormick. But no, I don't feel like because uh, Looks Could Kill is pretty. It's pretty schlocky down there. Yeah. And sneakers yeah. is good. It, it's just like but Sneakers is kind of a B movie, so it's not like. Is it though? It's got. It's funded it's, it's by a, an ensemble yeah. of. It's an A movie because of the cast, but like yeah. you could just, like. It's a very good and movie. And Redford said no, and the guy. We are not talking about sneakers. Uh, sneakers is a damn good movie. I am, I am just saying. No, no, no. It's fine, but it's not like. Hold on a second. 
there's a thin line yeah. between fine well, and here's side. Okay. Not, here's what I'm saying. It's not like you were like, all right, we're going to do Ozu's Tokyo Story, and then we're going to do Taxi Driver. Can you not ruin my and then the we're second do, phase of yeah. this? And then we're going to do Pulp Fiction and Fernando. Why don't you do just one of the guys? Like, it's not, <laughs> it wasn't as people who drop up if you made it sick. <laughs> so, I got, I got you. Me to do four like really deep art yeah. films. Yeah. And yeah. then, Fernando, you want to do Summer School? Let's talk about this. <laughs> Let's talk about last year yeah. and Marion Bond and yeah. Throne of Blood and yeah. Fernando. You got to yeah. You called Tishkin to break down the uh, the, the colors trilogy, and then I just get Fernando. colors. <laughs> Fernando, you got Freddie got fingered. Okay, yeah. let's do it. No, Bob, better movie than this one. Here's my first question about just one of the guys. Okay. Can I can I roll? We usually first? have a oh, okay. a weird formula to it, but you go. No, no, go ahead. What's the formula? Okay. You know, I'm a stickler for formula. <laughs> I know you are. Yes, I do a podcast with you, and we always stick exactly right, look, that formula. That, the Wire podcast, I can give a fuck with you because you know forty nine fifty one. But this is all you. <laughs> so. <clears throat> um, we usually talk a little bit about why this movie is part of my favorite films. Okay. And I'm going to say where I first saw it, why it's here, and then we're going to talk about where you first saw it and okay. what was your reaction. So this is going to end up being the Too Much Information podcast. Yeah, yeah, okay? Sure, yeah. Because of the end? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, the, and I really hope Wait, that... Wait, are you really a woman? <laughs> <laughs> uh, my name is Caitlin Gregers. Uh, no, um... So, because of uh, this scenario, I hope that uh, none of my siblings listen to this. Okay. So, uh, this is a movie that, like I said, was rerun quite a bit uh, on HBO in the early 90s. And uh, it came out in 1985, but I think it really got a cult following on home video and so on and so forth. I really even that, just HBO. Yeah, just HBO. Yeah, HBO was Netflix for the time period. And, um, it, yeah, you know what's weird, too, considering mm-hmm. the quality of, not the quality, the, what the, the content is in this movie, mm-hmm. um, this movie being played at two in the afternoon, yeah, yeah, yeah. very weird. But it's still HBO, and I think it was still, like, HBO, it's sort of like this now, but, you know, HBO was pay cable, so it's like, right. I think I think it was, all, HBO also had that cash of, like, they would play anything at any time. Well, I mean, they wouldn't play, like... I'm trying to remember, like, the stuff that they would play yeah. are these type Like, they of would play sh- sh- hacky yeah. comedies. But they would play, like, Malcolm X, or, like, or, um... They would love, play a serious, hard, heavy movie. I love the tits and ass in, in Malcolm X. <laughs> I do, too. But they would play hard, heavy movies at, yeah, like, right okay. after school. Like they, okay. It was never, like, a schedule of, like, okay. from three to five, we're just going to show right. this. Right, prime thing. time, you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, there was this idea of, uh, you know, what is a, what is a Skinamax movie or yeah. what is a late night movie? I mean, yeah. you knew what a late night movie was, but yeah, yeah, the yeah. rest of the time was pretty much free yeah. range. Yeah. Anyway. Like they show basic instinct after a long time. Sure, sure. Let's say that I was born in 1983. This movie came out two years later. Mm-hmm. Let's say 10 years old, 1993. Sure. Between 1993 and 1995. These are formative years for young young boys. Yeah. Uh, hormones, testosterone. All of a sudden, kissing isn't icky anymore. In fact, you might want to do some kissing. Uh, and in fact, you might a little for a heterosexual boy, you're a little more interested in the bodies and the sexuality of females. 
Um, so at a perfect turning point when you're watching a, a, a movie that's often played. I'm not even joking. Yeah, yeah. It was played yeah. maybe three or four times a week. Yeah, it was heavy it, rotation. If HBO played a movie once a day, it played it twice a day, yeah, yeah. basically. Heavy rotation. If you remember back to MTV when they had music oh. videos, they used to play that music video every hour. Yeah. Well, you know, just one of the guys was and it was it was MTV on, on HBO. Uh, yeah, this movie, heavily sexualized. A lot of Playboys in the background. Play, yeah. Playboy centerfolds. And of course, what every... Red-blooded heterosexual American male remembers is Joyce Heiser uh, showing her breasts at the end of the movie. Yeah, fantastic perfect breasts. Perfect. Per- perfect breasts. Perfect breasts. Um, so that is to say, as you've got the juices flowing, and this is you know between eleven, twelve years old. Of course, this might be the movie that 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 Greg uh, masturbated to for the first time. Oh, if I remember, your first experience. If I remember, no, 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 not the first experience, but definitely the, the movie first that outside stuck source. with. Yes, yes, the, like mm. the the Rolodex, the Rolodex yeah. movie. Yeah. Um, and you know what? There's there's a there's a level to it that's that kind of shapes. I'll get into this. Shapes kind of my my teenage years and my outlook on what high school was going to be, my outlook of what being a high school male was going to be. Buddy, I thought it was going to be straight up buddy all the time. Uh, You were. I know you were. I was going to say, you didn't have those abs. (laughs) Buddy was (laughs) cut. But uh, no, this was an influential movie for a kid, a preteen to see and kind of think that this is the... The way of the world, kind of like I think you imagine, like like a Breakfast Club is, or a John Hughes movie is. That's what high school is. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's yeah. clicky. There's the bullies. There's the nerds. So anyway, when did you first see it? Uh, it was right after you came with my forehead. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, I guess this movie does have a pretty good ending. Uh, no, same thing. Nineties, early nineties, mid nineties. I remember also <laughs> it being like on. Either USA or Comedy Central, yeah. and I was butchered, and you didn't get the titty shot at the yeah. end. And, like, yeah, they had to, like, whenever they would go to Buddy's room, it would just be like. Yeah, the blurs, yeah. yeah. And they would have to rotoscope it to yeah. kind of move it with the thing, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, yeah, same, same thing. I don't think I. Oh, uh, the funny story I have about this movie is that I was young enough where my hormones were still. had it, Maybe wasn't hadn't yet kicked in. So when she shows her breasts at the end, I cover my eyes. Oh, and my man. mother's sitting right next to me. And she's like, what are you doing? <laughs> I'm going to watch that. And so I'm like, definitely. I just remember her going like, what are you doing? Right, right. Um, yeah. But you also have, you have a, uh, not a more laid back mom, but your mom isn't. Is your mom as stringent about sexuality? No. I, yeah, that, that's like knowing my mom. Well, as I've gotten older, I've realized how much, how conservative her mom is compared to what I thought she was. Mm-hmm. Um, but it wasn't like... You still go see movies with her nowadays, yeah, 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 right? Yeah. What happens when there's a sex scene or nudity? I mean, from fucking 30, yeah. She yeah, doesn't she care, doesn't yeah. care now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Like, we went to go see The Wolf of Wall Street. Nothing. Right. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, she doesn't care now. But, like, what's I'm saying? Like, you would think at that point your mother would be like, oh, no. But mm-hmm. she was like, nah, watch it. Like, which was weird because she was never, like, a uh, a person who was, like, homophobic or anything. Right. So that really like oh, this, I, this movie is yeah. <laughs> that really caught me off guard like huh um, there it's, yeah. it's it's interesting because I I always think of like I, I think I had a very typical childhood mm-hmm. with with um, uh, that I had um, 
On one side, I've told you this story before. My father showed me a lot of R-rated movies yeah. and movies before I was supposed to be the age to watch them. Yeah. But at the same time, he he was fine with ultraviolence, just like most yeah, American yeah. people are. But the sex part of it would be something that he would close my eyes and close my ears. Yeah. I remember going to see, I told this story to a friend recently, going to see From Dust Till Dawn in the theater with my with my friend Corey. Yeah. And he, during the 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 rant that Cheech Marin gives about apple pie pussy and, you know, dog pussy right outside the titty twister, uh, my dad took his hands, and I'm going to try to do this, explain this so that I, you could see it visually. Yeah. He took the palms of his hand and put... Corey's and my heads together so our ears are next to each other and then our ears on the outside he covers them over with yeah. the palms of his hand and then covers our eyes with the like his fingers how how small are you guys that you could, I don't, you I could don't pull know. all that off it wasn't too well like this one this one I definitely saw like I, I definitely even... saw tits yeah. okay you don't have to do it <laughs> no I just want to see how far around your head I right, can nah, get but nonetheless I got one eye and, that, and the ear though I got and, the ear good right right uh I'm 13 when he's doing this. Okay. So, so your head's pretty big already. <laughs> so I can't. I don't imagine that's how. The, that's what you took from that story. Yeah, because I'm like, is he just using it? Yeah. How, I've seen your dad. Are you toddlers? Not, not the biggest hands in the world. No, no, so no. like, well, how is he covered what I mean. all this real That's estate? what I mean. As you're as you're being covered over by yeah. the the fingers, you can still see. Yeah. You know, you're and definitely you can still seeing out of the core. Oh, right? definitely. Yeah. I mean, like this, this, this. Okay, this ear is up against my friend, and the other ear yeah. is covered by his palm. Yeah. It was pretty effective. I think it was more really? a visual stimulus okay. thing. Uh, Salma Hayek. There were naked women in there. Anyway, yeah. my so, point is, okay, so, yes, I, even though, you know, you grow up with, with uh, seeing these type of things. Oh, shit. Seeing these type of things like R-rated movies like Rambo and all this ultra-violence and everything yeah. that he was perfectly fine with. Any bit of sexuality, and he yeah. was like, "Nope, turn it off." <laughs> I once, as a teenager, uh, I was really into Tarantino. I said, "Dad, I want you to check out Reservoir." No, no. Dad, check out Reservoir Dogs. I gave him the VHS. I didn't hear anything about it. It was dead silent downstairs. I found out that he couldn't even get through the uh, the turns her pussy to to bubble yum fucking her so hard <laughs> like the thing at the beginning in the restaurant. He's yeah. like, "Where did you find this movie?" He like started interrogating me, and he was like, "This is horrible. I don't want you watching this type of shit." That's my dad's review yeah. of Quentin Tarantino. Is it because he's really, really, really pro tipping? Yeah, he's very pro tipping, and he's also very anti little violence. <laughs> okay. Okay, so I didn't grow up with my father, so yeah. I was wondering how long before it got really awkward. Um, well, was I, uh, I was watching. Uh, just side note, you can edit this out. I don't care. Uh, the Jason Bateman movie just came out. This is where I leave you mm. with like course and everything. Uh, uh, it, his dad dies and his, her like a neighbor lady comes over and they're having a conversation and, and she's like talking to Jason Bateman about his her mother his mother it's like yeah be be easy on them like cause you know when you have somebody die when you have your husband die it's really hard I know when my husband died it was really hard for me and I just kept injecting him into every conversation <laughs> oh like just then like the movie's pretty mediocre but I, I think that's the joke we're taking funny, on yeah. she's like she has a moment she's like oh like oh, just then. Trust me, I've I know two people that came to mind that are shoehorn people. They always have to like bring their life yeah. experience or some moment into it. Um, a quick synopsis about the movie. We sure. try to do this. I, I it's always my my least favorite thing. Can but I do it? 
Sexism. Boom. Sexism. <laughs> sexism in the movie. Done. Yeah, not good. Uh, Joyce Heiser plays a girl in high school who seems pretty uh, rich and well-off, pretty girl, yeah. um, valley girl almost, um, uh, but she's really into journalism and, and writing and everything, but she's definitely not getting the same uh, respect and not getting the same opportunities to do kind of a, a um, was it an internship at yeah. the, the Sun newspaper, um, and, and two men are cho- chosen instead of her, yeah. uh, and so she's seeing a lot of the sexism, even even in high school here right. and she's not being taken seriously by her boyfriend who wants her, her just basically as some arm candy yeah, trophy wife he, type thing exactly he, he want, I, I love when he says you're supposed to be ready at 7.30 and dress to kill or something like yeah. that to her like that's all he cares about really like 80's yuppie Republican yeah. dude too but um, anyway, she's not she's not happy with her life. She's not uh, getting any sort of respect. Her her brother, who we'll get into, uh, uh, is very um, very into the objectification and sexualization of women. So even though she takes it as a grain of salt from him, uh, she has to apply that to her own life. But nonetheless, so what does she do? She's like, okay, let me see. If this works out, she goes undercover as a boy at another high school um, to Wendy to try to submit her article. Cause she's like Maybe to submit I'm, her work <coughs> as a submit male, the same art, um, the same uh, thing, the same article as right. a male, and see see the reaction. Right, because I'm sure it'll win then. Right, and then of and course then hilarity and <laughs> but of course she submits the same stuff as a as a guy. Yeah. She gets more respect from that teacher over there at the you other. Respect, like he at least says it's really good, but the quality, like the the topics are just shit, you know. I think he gives. Wait, are we still no, no, yeah. Let me do the synopsis. So I feel like, but he still says, you know, it it still shoots uh, Terry. Her name is Terry as a as a girl, (laughs) but she doesn't have to change it as a boy. Just the I to a Y. Just the I to a Y. So Terry, the boy, even though he's shot down uh, during the course of this whole thing. Uh, it turns out that she she gets a friend. He. Huh? He. Yes. <laughs> Terry, the boy, <laughs> gets a friend, ends up falling in love with him, so on and so forth. Very much a generic 80s comedy yeah. from that point. And then at the end, even though it seems like there's a falling out or whatever, yeah. what does it become? It becomes the quality. It becomes the, the topic of her article that yeah. she writes on her internship. Yeah. And it, she manages to, to, win. to, to win. win. Yeah, to win the friend over as, a I guess, a lover or a boyfriend. Yeah. So that's a basic synopsis. Yeah. Um, where do you want to go with this? You want to address the teacher right away? You want to say no? You don't believe it? We'll get to the teacher. Okay. Is the movie good? Is this a good movie, Greg? This is a movie that I think is is a quintessential uh, candidate for nostalgia. It's a movie yeah. that's only enriched by its nostalgia. Yeah, because I was watching them like, do I like this movie? Or is it, is it just straight up 1995? Like 1885. Oh, no, but is it taking me back oh, oh, yeah, yeah. when I said it? Well, I'm going to say this. You know, this movie, um, I'll rewatching it. In yeah. fact, I just, I, I rewatched it today. Yeah. Um, it's, you know, a lot of the comedy yeah. falls face flat. Yeah. Like, I'm like, I seem to remember it like, being gangbusters. Yeah. But, of course, I saw it yeah. when I thought it was gangbusters. It's not, like, the comedy is, like, it's not bad, bad. Yeah. But it's just, like... It falls flat and it just lays there like an old pierogi. <laughs> yeah. Fire podcast, all the pieces matter. <laughs> iTunes, look it up. But yeah, it's just, and you're just kind of like, meh. 
Uh, it's inoffensive in a way. Well, yeah. the comedy is inoffensive, but it's just like meh, meh, whatever. Um, yeah, there's elements to it that I feel like are are uh, like Lego pieces installed in like oh yeah, you get a little bit of this scene. Yeah. You get the the bully you bu- bullying people. Yeah. Oh, you get you get the one guy that's kind of the weirdo, kind of the off the beaten track type dude that's really into James Brown. Oh, okay, you want to hang out with him? I was like the one weirdo. <laughs> yeah, we talk about reptile and the aliens. Yeah, first? yeah. Um, and then, you know, you get these little elements that you see in all these high school co- comedies, yeah. especially R-rated comedies of that time yeah. period. Is this R-rated? I don't even know. I, I would figure so with all the nudity. It was a PG-13. PG-13! Man. With the amount titties. of titties yeah. and, and Playboy centerfolds. Yeah. Oh, my God. How, I remember there being a, Was there a lot of cursing or no? No, I don't remember a lot of something else I was watching. But the yeah. movies that could get PG thirteen, yeah. they knew that it was going to be a teen yeah. audience this season, so of course they're going to give. It. Yeah, um, I so watching it again, I forgot. I, I I knew, I didn't forget the entire article pop when I knew that like she had to do an article and everything. Right. What I loved about it, I disagree about the teachers because I think they give her the exact same advice, which is hilarious. But is it also like? It feels like, it feels like a a man writing it. Like, no, it's not because you're a woman. But that that being that, all that being said, I like that the second teacher is just sort of like, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, it's boring as fuck. Right. Yeah, you should probably write something else. Right. <laughs> just I, like the first teacher. Uh, I think there's a even playing field yeah. from that to see. Oh, this is the reaction of female guests. Yeah. This is a reaction of male guests. Yeah. The only problem is with the female thing is that it comes after uh, her teacher and the other teacher <laughs> are talking about those legs go on and for days. And they're talking about her. Yeah, yeah. Those legs <laughs> go on for days. Let's fail yeah. her so that she can stay love, another another I, another year. I love that you're walking like. Ha, ha. Yeah, yeah. Like I don't know how much of that you heard. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and it, but it also gives you the context of like, because the other teacher is just like a pedophile case waiting to happen. Yeah, yeah. But the this guy is just sort of going along with it. Uh, yeah. uh You know, what it reminded me of uh, uh, my favorite cut in any uh, Alexander <laughs> Payne movie, which is oh, there's one thing else I haven't told you about her. Her pussy gets so wet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, from election. Yeah, yeah, from election. Yeah, I was very election-y, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, like, yeah. I, I only say that because the uh, the teacher at the other school, yeah. uh, it just comes off to me like he is rating the quality of the work yeah. and saying it's boring as shit. Yeah. The other guy said the same thing, yeah. but he had this ele- he the, the element of... So what? So what? If I'm not going to be a writer, what am I going to do? And yeah, he says, "Well, you could you could be a yeah, be yeah. a model or whatever, yeah. you know." Yeah, you can fall back on modeling. How is modeling? Fall back on fall modeling. Back? Yeah, yeah. Fall um, back on modeling. Yeah, but I did like that. If that brain doesn't work out for you. <laughs> yeah, fall back, back on, on modeling. modeling. Uh, but I do like because like I, when I was watching the movie. And we got up to her just, like, being the cock of the walk of, like, yeah, I'm yeah, definitely yeah. going to win this. Yeah, yeah. And you find out that she's kind of a shit writer. Yeah, yeah. Which I'm like, yeah, she's in high school. She should be a shit You know writer. what? I don't know, man. I think that she's kind of like Charles Foster Kane, but, like, she's writing about high school lunches. She, like, she, she's being held back yeah. by her topics. Uh, uh, <laughs> I, I thought Charles Foster Kane was held back by the political system. But, you know, whatever. <laughs> you know, early on, before he became a magnet. Yeah. <laughs> Um, he becomes a magnet? <laughs> a magnate. Oh, okay. Jesus Christ. 
<laughs> How do magnets work? Rosebud, yeah, you know, <laughs> Rosebud. Like That's magnets. a shared moment. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah, I, uh, let, let's where, t- let, yeah, where this is go- yeah. where this is going is is this movie. Um, let me say, okay, it's directed by Lisa Gottlieb. Yeah. I've seen a couple other things that she's directed. Uh, unfortunately, I don't think that she's necessarily a, a, a woman director of note, except yeah. for this movie. <laughs> Such a horrible person. Um, no, but I'm like, this is the movie she this is the, I think that, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make a point, okay? Yeah, okay. It's 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 directed by a woman, but it is written by two men, De- yeah. Dennis Feldman and uh, Jeff Franklin. Yeah. And I think that kind of comes through a lot in this. It does. What I want to know is, we don't have to get, like, you know, it's it's kind of hard to pick this apart <sighs> just from a gender theory type thing. Sure. But I want to say... Again, I want to add my disclaimer whenever we discuss gender theory, is that we realize we're two dudes talking about this stuff. Do we? <laughs> Do we? Do you have a sensitive side? <laughs> um... My question to why, you... Why is a womanly side sensitive, Greg? My, yeah. That's why I said we're two guys it's discussing in there, It's in their genes to be caregivers <laughs> and sandwich makers. No, that's horrible. They can fall back on model. No, that's horrible. Yeah, yeah, you can fall back <laughs> on model. By the way, I do love the, like, stereotype of woman cooking. But, like, even... That is a stereotype. It is. But even, I, I even, like where you're going with even, it. Even worse is when you, you just go, they can make a head sandwich. <laughs> like the cooking thing, I can almost I love, argue like I, it's a skill. I love well, my wife. She's a good sandwich artist. <laughs> she can really... It almost, to me, whenever somebody says that, I just picture them like, post court it's like, oh, yo, go make me a sandwich. You're really good at it, baby. No, anyway. okay, okay. My 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 thing about this is that it, it's an extremely uh, homophobic and I think sexist movie sure. in a way, but is it subversively feminist to a point? I wouldn't say it's subversively feminist at all. I would say the the thing I found subversive about it was Rick at the end, because like if you think that's about not subver- it, subversive at all. Here's why I say it's subversive. If you were hanging out with the dude for like two weeks, mm-hmm. and then you found out he was a girl, like, and then you found out you were attracted to him, wouldn't you be for a second like, was I attracted to a dude? You know what I mean? <laughs> no, he found he he wasn't attracted to her until after he found out she had tits. Right, but then he's attracted to her. So don't you go back and think, was I attracted to her but the he, whole but time? But he obviously wasn't attracted to him. All right, to him. I I, I find that point like there's no. I think there... I disagree with you. I think there's a point in this movie where you could have had Rick wrestling with this. Yes, yes. Like, good. If it was an extra... You know, if it was, <laughs> if it was, if it was Amadeus length and it was yeah. like three hours yeah. long and... Man, I really yeah. like that movie, the beginning, the, yeah. the ending, but in the middle when yeah. Rick is trying to deal with his sexuality, it's very yeah. hard. But that's okay. that's the part There's, that I do find weird that like Okay, that how part, does how does Sa- like the fact that we never find out what Sandy feels sort of uh, right. uh oh, yeah. the argument. Because she's attracted to a dude and then all of a sudden, like, oh hey. Right. He's a girl. Right. Uh like, Sh- uh Sherilyn Fenn, right? Yeah. Yeah, I want to know what she yeah. thinks about it. Well, here's the thing, you know, well, that that's Buddy's giving her that good dick, so she's well, fuck it, right? Is he? Is he though? He gets on the bike with the biker chick at the end. Hey man, Buddy's spread, out there playing. Spread, spread that shit. Yeah. Uh, no, here's here's my thing. I I do like the idea that it's it's being subver- uh, subversive with a mm. kind of like popular androgyny that was popular yeah. in the '80s, like new wave music, yeah. you know, David Bowie and everything. But there's also like. 
the the status quo is is put is reinstalled yeah. at the end. Uh, why don't you? Uh, why don't I suggest we go dancing yeah, 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 on yeah, yeah. Friday? Oh, Fine, I'll, I'll drive. I'll drive. Yeah. I'm the man. You know, it's very much like. Okay, now she's 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 had her little dalliance playing a boy. Yeah. She's got oh she got her internship. This probably means she's gonna go on to to write for the New York Post or whatever. Yeah, but she's you know. Trying to make money. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was still trying to be sexist with. <laughs> she, you know, the time. She's, really, she's a really good writer. She ends yeah. up working for the National Enquirer. You know all those like punny headlines. <laughs> That's Terry. <laughs> but you know that she, okay. For the movie ends with her. You know things all yeah. seem in in a good place. But she's gonna she end guy, up yeah. being a woman. She's gonna yeah. end up back being that type of uh, subservient woman. Yeah. To a relationship that's extremely mundane. It's normal. Yeah, yeah. It's quote unquote normal for the eighties. Hey, he likes James Brown. <laughs> he likes James. He has to dance whenever you hear yeah. James Brown. So the element that I'm saying is subversive. Okay, I do like your take that Sherilyn Fenn and and Rick both have to. to why do I always call him Rick? Clayton Ronner. Yeah. Ronner. Yeah, he's been in a bunch of stuff. Yeah, but what? what what is typically like th- them having to deal with their their sexual attraction yeah. to someone who ends up not being that gender? Yeah. But what I find even more subversive, or like the main thing that's subversive, is that she's experiencing so much from a male point of view. Yeah. You know that's that seems um, like the concept of it, the the high concept of it, the kind of draw of it yeah. is. You're going to be someone that doesn't have these experiences. We're going to immerse you, throw yeah. you into this, and it's completely alien to you. going to throw you into the deep end of the bushes yeah. with the pricklers. Yeah. <laughs> or even more so, it seems yeah. like it's a, uh, you know, there's a, there's still that immaturity there. Yeah. I mean, like, why? what are you doing? Oh, I'm peeing. It seems like as good a place as any, <laughs> you know, a bathroom. Uh, I do like, because we're guys... There is a so when she show, first of all, that first shot of her as Terry like like when it like does the flip screen and like pulls out when she's wearing the glasses yeah uh-huh. I always love that shot yeah it's a really cool shot and then there's this thing where she's like friendly to people mm-hmm. and talking to men yes which is a thing that I think a wim- woman wouldn't think about. But when she's the boy, yeah. it stands out like you wouldn't just walk into a high school and start talking to random dudes right. if you're a dude. Right. You kind of just stay to yourself. Right. And it's it's a very... That's Especially why, if you're a new student. Yeah. And that's why greatest cinematographer all, of all time, Greg Tolan, <laughs> when he reacts like that, he's totally being a dick about At it. At some point in film school... Yeah. And in the actual <laughs> university we yeah. went to, you said you you said that you found out you were like watching uh, uh Citizen Kane. Okay, Citizen yeah. Kane. Yeah, and Greg yeah. Tolan came up and you put the pieces together. Yeah, I was like Greg Tolan. Wait, Zabka for Zabka from yeah, from the guys. Uh, but yeah, there is this there is this uh, 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 slight little thing when she first shows up on that first day, or when she's interacting with Zabka, like when she just talk starts talking to him, and you're just like. A dude wouldn't do like dudes don't really talk to other dudes yeah. just casually. Yeah. And it's, it's very much something a woman, yes. uh, somebody who's been living Maybe, seventeen years yeah, exactly. as a woman, yeah, and making would, friends, and yeah, being friends, yeah, and, would be friendly. Yeah, and you're just yeah. like that. that always showed me as a, as a, even though we're supposed to take away from that scene that uh, Zabka's a jerk. Mm-hmm. 
And still, some like I mean, that's sort of like the rea- like there would be an antagonistic reaction to it, like right, right. what the fuck is going on? Right. Well, I mean, he calls her uh, calls her a pussy right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's very wimpy to to his point of view. Yeah, yeah. Why are you going around like making friends? Yeah. You know, fuck you. You know. Watch out for the pricklers. <laughs> I, I just love that. <laughs> when you, yeah, licks his, licks his. Uh, can we talk about the god himself, BZ, mm-hmm. Billy Zavka? Well, well, okay, now. Karate Kid is before this, correct? You're right. And they make a Karate Kid reference they in the do. movie. They do. They do. So, William Zapka has made a career yeah. on being a bully. Being a, sh- yeah. a shit-eating yeah. fuckhole. And by career, um, you mean that one movie. <laughs> no, I mean, like... Uh, what else was he in? Because okay. these are the only two movies I remember. Okay, he was, in, he was in other movies in the 80s okay. where he played similar. Like, either this or, like, really dumb boyfriends. Okay. I don't... Like, he built his career kind of, like, on this reputation of these early movies. Right. Um... And it's funny because, like, you see him nowadays and he's interviewed and stuff and everything. He's a really nice guy. Yeah, he's like, a, you, he's nothing like, yeah. yeah. It's almost like he was acting. Almost, almost. <laughs> uh, so, Zeb, because, you know, he, he is playing kind of yeah. the same thing that I he's played before. I haven't seen The Karate Kid in a long time. Not a great movie. Really? Not a great okay. movie. It's like, it's like Short Circuit. I'm sorry. <laughs> Short Circuit is an okay movie, but it's really boring. You thought, wait, who's who's out here riding for Short Circuit like that? I, I, I seem to remember, you know... Besides it's, Oscar it's, winner... Uh... <laughs> it's, the, it's the nostalgia of 80s yeah. movies. People isn't think... there brown face in that movie? Isn't he supposed to... Isn't uh, Special yeah, Stevens supposed to be playing like... In both. Kid? In both. Oh, yeah, because they're not going to switch them. Yeah, why that would they, be great. Why would they get... Short Circuit 2. Oh, by the way, I'm why just would, guy. Why would they get a conscience on the second one? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, uh, listen, we don't want to put wait. you in brown face, but can you still do the accent? <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, I remember the end of Karate Kid. Zabka at least has, like, a moment where you realize... And tell me if I'm remembering this wrong. There's a moment where he's like... You realize that he's just a pawn to the yes, other guy. Yes, well, he Martin really Cove, doesn't want to sweep Martin the Martin Cove, yeah, Martin yeah. Cove is the mo- motherfucker. Yeah. The, the, his dude is the yeah. the dude that doesn't care. He's so like, for me, his fucking leg. the the Billy Zabka role, or I think like when you think of Billy Zabka as like that archetypal thing for three quarters of the Karate <laughs> Kid, he's that in this yes. movie. He's yeah, just yeah. like there's yeah. no redeeming quality. No redeeming quality. Redeeming, no redeeming quality. Even has even us in Greg's gym class no. <laughs> So that's that's, yeah. that's Fernando's favorite line, by yeah. the way. Like when uh, when Rick gets up on the table and no. he's basically pointing. Okay, we'll get to it. Yeah. But w- when he's pointing out Greg and kind of making yeah. fun of the bully in front of everybody in the in the lunchroom. Great speech, uh, by the way. Great great speech. I mean, like Patton level speech. <laughs> uh, you know, talking about uh, was this a, is a bodybuilding yeah. is uh, is what you're making up for. You're making up for something either a lack of intellect, a lack of intellect, or a small penis, a small penis. Or yeah, something. Yeah. And, and those of us in Greg's gym class know with his little pinky yeah. up. I also love Terry in the in the foreground. Like what's what's yeah yeah she's really like, like yeah, yeah, yeah 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 come on yeah yeah, yeah. She's the, yeah she's the hype man yeah. and they also in this movie do have to navigate that tricky thing of like even though Zabka doesn't know she's a girl yeah still doesn't hit her yeah like like there's yeah. never any physical like there's some pushing but like there's never any like he never like slugs her because i'm always like you could just punch the like the five foot six dude in front of you mm-hmm. there's some in there, there's there is some interesting gender stuff in cool. here like well obviously you know the biggest fear for being found out is that she has to go to gym class yeah 
you know, she has to wear jock straps. She has to get naked in the locker room. Yeah. And you know, it's interesting that that these '80s movies, uh, especially like when you're a kid, a preteen like I was, if I saw it or whatever, and I'm thinking, well, this is, I, you know, there are men that are not comfortable with their bodies, right. and they're thinking, well, this is, you know, not only the the, it relates to, the it clicks, relates to that, it, re- it relates to that too. I mean, yeah. like, uh, you know, you're supposed to be able to, you're you're with other males, you know, there's no, you know, there's homophobia is rampant, but yeah. you know, you're like, you're not gonna look at at my dick, so yeah, we can get naked, and we can stand around and talk about shit, yeah. but it, it doesn't matter, right? Well, there's still that kind of cloud, and I kind of see it with the, the alien nerd dudes, you yeah. know, they yeah. hate it, they hate being there, and yeah. that's kind of how I felt when I was in gym class, you know, I can, I can relate with that. Are those dudes really <laughs> aliens? I want to know that. I want to know. At no yeah. point do you find like I would love the idea that that teacher is full of shit. I don't care what galaxy you're from. They are from another galaxy. Yeah. Uh, it seems like she has too much coughing. Not enough sex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, that's like a weird little touch that I love about this movie. That like it, it's one of those things where it's like we have to write this movie and it's very boilerplate, but we're just gonna have these two weird guys in the fringes yeah. for no reason yeah, whatsoever. Yeah. Like, they could have been like any other movie. Right. Um, yeah. I can never remember. Uh, Ari Gross yeah. and Rob Fieldsteel. Fieldsteel. Okay. I think Field, is that? Let's see which one is which. Robert, whoa, whoa, whoa. Robert Fieldsteel and Ari Gross. Those were the guys. Oh, Ari Gross, yeah. Ari Gross yeah, yeah. is the guy from the beginning of Minority Report. That's how, yes. that's how I know him. Yeah. I love that you know him from that. I know him from the house, uh, from house two, and from House 2, from House two the, the horror movie, a horror comedy from the 80s, or maybe 1990. Uh, and uh, there was another movie. But yeah, yeah. There's the, other stuff that he's in, but I yeah, just always remember yeah. him as the guy who kills his wife, or the, doesn't kill his wife at the does, beginning. Yeah. Does or doesn't, doesn't depending. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I gotta say, like, like that is, uh, it's not given away either. Like, they're nerds, they're Star Wars yeah. nerds, probably. Maybe. That took it so far that they're aliens? That they completely, <laughs> yeah. like, and I love that they're just, the, you know, they're almost like the Greek chorus. They yeah. just comment in the background yeah. on shit. Like, the reptile dude is weird, but not not as out there as them. Because, yeah. like, they're, like, legit, and it, and it was, like, a, a weird thing of, like, watching it now and knowing high school is, like, just coping with al- uh, with alienation. Yes. And by that, I mean... The that, movie? Yeah. <laughs> with well, James Conn? TV series. I, <laughs> oh! I, I know it. Um, yeah, no, but, like, uh, I, didn't, I didn't think of the word alienation, so now I'm like, man, this is so punny. Um, but, like, dealing with that and then, like, feeling so ostracized that you just pretend to be an alien. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's so weird. <clears throat> There's, um... And of course, I mean, they really do. Like the thing with with movies where you have a high concept. I'm going to yeah. use your favorite movie, Groundhog Day, is that you come up with the concept and then it's a series of sketches. Yeah, this is what's happening to this yeah. guy. Let's put him in this situation, this situation, this situation. So in this movie, uh, a woman dresses a man. What are the situations that would automatically yeah. kind of blow up the spot? Gym class has to get naked, uh, go out on a date with a woman yeah. who's very sexually attracted to you and yeah. trying to feel up on your junk. What else? What else happened? Um, just, oh, your boyfriend, the stuff with her boyfriend. Her boyfriend, her. yeah. The Where boyfriend Sandy falling apart. Where up and then, and then uh, she's all dressed. Right. And, and she's she a flip it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And pretend to be yeah. her... Uh, uh, to pretend to be boy Terry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, she has to. She has to pretend to. Be, yeah, and then and then and then and then he shows up. Yeah, and then he's like, ah, shit. Yeah. yeah. 
That I mean, like, yeah, it does. A, I guess it does a pretty good job of presenting the 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 situational comedy of yeah. what would happen, you know, in it's a very right. '80s way, in a very Family Ties way or whatever. You know, can we talk about uh, what's her name, Joyce? What? Joyce Heiser. Can we talk about Joyce Heiser's voice? Yes, as a man. No, just as at the general? beginning of the movie, because I'm like. I don't know if it's a performance or that's just an actual voice. It's plot like it's not overly feminine. Yeah. So when she does become Terry, she doesn't really change it that much. Yeah. And it's still plausible. And she comes off very plausibly as a dude. Yeah. But she's also kinda hot. Let's yeah, say, yeah, that's the thing. Let's talk about sexuality. She's fucking hot in this movie when okay. she's the dude. I'm gonna say that. I'm gonna say that. I think that I someone so I think I think my girlfriend yeah. asked me recently. Um, what type of women was I attracted to as a teenager? And I think that I was attracted to brunettes and short hair because of this movie. Yeah, I was. It, it, Marissa, Still like short hair. The, the biggest fucking crush on Marissa Tomei okay. when she had you know short brown hair when she was on uh, a different world and you know the early movies that she did. Yeah, brunettes and short short hair. You know, it looks like fucking boys. What can I say? I'm attracted <laughs> to men. No. It's, it, oh, Greg, we've had our breakthrough. We're done. <laughs> yeah. uh, five episodes of my favorite <laughs> film series to get to this yeah. point. No, I, I think that's that's interesting because I there are uh, there are a few things that I can pinpoint that this movie shaped, and I, I told you not just the uh, what my belief of what being in high school was going to yeah, be yeah, like. Yeah. Playboys. Yeah, yeah. A, a, like a, 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 an over overtly sexual. Uh, obsession with playboys and the things that yeah. and pornography and the thing that you would hide from your from your dad you know under your bed or whatever but he wasn't hiding he wasn't <laughs> he wasn't but like it, the thing that the through line of you know a boy uh c- coming into his teens or whatever you know you would ha- hide pornography or playboys under there do you think so in the movie in the plot of the one of the a plot point in the movie is that their parents are gone for two weeks yeah does he have to take all those things back down with his parents? Absolutely. Get back? <laughs> you know, as soon as they got in their fucking station wagon, he was putting the centerfolds up. Wasn't, yeah, yeah, yeah. wasn't the scene even at the beginning where yeah, he's putting the them up? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. She reads Kurt, Kurt Vonnegut. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is it astrophysics or something? Whatever. Or something like, yeah. yeah. She, the only reason she doesn't have is keep her clothes on is because physics is really hot, you know, <laughs> stuff like that. Yeah. It's astrophysics oh, is really hot. Buddy. Yeah. Now, that's where I'm going with this. Okay. Buddy, in, a, in many ways, shaped what I thought being a teenage boy was supposed to be. Okay. Now, you have to understand that from the perspective of someone... Button up vest all opened <laughs> up all the way. Tight jeans, hey. Cut, cut, cut off, if I cut know off lumberjack about, shirt. If I know one thing about Greg, because <laughs> that's his look. This is the '80s. I had to update it. No, <laughs> um, no it's it, it's that idea of um, uh, overtly sexual. Yeah. No, what you have to understand is from the perspective of someone who has not gone through puberty yet yeah. is looking at this. Also, somebody with the older sister. You have older sister. Yes, older sister. Right, right. But knowing that, okay, this is the this is how a male is supposed to act. At I guess he was supposed to be 16, 15, 15. 15 16. Okay. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, that's how you act. I haven't even gone through the hormonal shift, the the uh, overt interest in sex or yeah. anything. This is just early on. So by the time you get there, it's like, what do you shape this about? Like, like all balls itch. When he's talking to her about 
scratching your balls, and all she does is like scratch yeah, the outside yeah, of her jeans. Gotta get in deep. Maybe my you gotta balls get... don't itch. <laughs> Maybe my balls don't itch. All balls. <laughs> it's that idea. I remember. I this is this is a uh, this is me uh, another confession, another late night con- confession. Uh, you know, people are gonna be listening to this. At I know, 9 a.m. I know. At nine a.m. <laughs> on the wood drive, having a bear call in their hand. <laughs> in middle school, so. 13, 14, I thought that ball, all balls itch. My <laughs> balls didn't itch, but I was itching my balls. Did you, <laughs> were you in like the locker room and opened up your briefs and showed it to somebody else? Like, yeah, does this look normal? <laughs> does, does that look normal? No, I think Have that... Have you seen this before? I, I, think, I think Buddy in a lot of ways is the person that I yeah. w- was influenced to act like. And that's kind of like, that kind of shaped my personality for a, a long time. Like, even after the point where I was conscious of, oh, I'm, I'm acting like this type of person. Okay. Past the point where I'm kind of like, that's my jerky per- personality. I'm, I, I have this jerky personality. You get to know me and you know that I, I'm, I'm deeper than that. But yeah. I... I <laughs> When we met in college, you remember I had a very kind of like jerky, want to kind of shock you with saying some shit type type of. Why are you looking at? Me? <laughs> I'll just wait for a moment to say head. Yes, there's I, that yeah. there's that element that I think was very much shaped by movies and by characters like, like this. Buddy, yeah, yeah, like Buddy. I mean, Buddy's the best thing in this movie. Buddy is the best thing <laughs> in this movie. He's always he's got the a commentary. Yeah. yeah, he's so good. He's he's like. When he shows up and he's talking to her about Kavina. <laughs> Kavina. Yeah. Yeah. Your girlfriend, Kavina. Kavina. Yeah. Now, I got to say, so in, in preparation for this, I wanted to, uh, to look up the quotes, the best quotes sure. from the movie. It would not surprise you that most of the quotes are from buddies. Hey, <laughs> of course not. Yeah. Okay. Hey, yo, scumbag. Suck your own. <laughs> Eat me. Mom says hi. I mean, shit like that, yeah. you know? Which to this day, I went and tossed, I was like, was he really talking to his mother? I mean, that's a completely, like, comedy 101 skit that, yeah. that was written. Like, that's an SNL skit, right, yeah. you know? But he pulls it off. So great. <laughs> the, one, the, one line, <clears throat> the one line that I forgot about, hmm. but w- on this rewatch, I was like, yeah, that's him in a nutshell. She she asks him why he's acting so flagrant by hitting on women and everything uh, out in public. He's yeah. like, aren't you? And she's like, aren't you embarrassed? And he's like, nope, I'm horny. Horny will kick embarrassment's ass anytime. <laughs> I was like, that's yeah. that personality. Yeah. That's that personality. I love the moment where he's like, he's talking to uh, her friend Denise. And Denise says something. And he's like, would you do something? And he has the rose in her hand. Yes. And he like goes to just give it dry, to her. Yeah, and when she reaches it. it, she just drops it and walks yeah. away. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Can't you think of anything more profound than getting laid? A blowjob? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which again, which is better, Greg? Listen, sex is not that big a deal. And he says, I'd like to form my own opinion. <laughs> I mean, Buddy is amazing. Yeah. I, and again, knowing that it was written by two guys, you feel yeah. like, like he's yeah. the one that they put all the good yes. lines in, yes. in their mouth. Yeah. Yes. I, Terry says, I'm so confused. And he says, of course you're confused. You're wearing my underwear. Because <laughs> <laughs> basically she's wearing Buddy's uh, clothes to be a yeah. to, Remember to be when earlier when we said uh, all the comedy fell flat? Nope. <laughs> no, not Buddy. Not Buddy. Not Buddy. Like, I got to say, Buddy's scenes, uh, what is it? I always forget the dude's name. Billy Jane. Yeah. Uh, 
almost all of his scenes, I'd say all of his scenes, anytime that he's the live wire, he's yeah. the one that, that brings it. Um, there's good stuff between uh, Rick and Terry that I like. Yeah. I do like. Some I think of the... Rick's comedy is underrated. I mean, but yeah, yeah. it's so out there. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. But like, uh, uh, Rick's un- understated. Yeah, on the on the date with uh, with Tina, the sixth grader. Yes, and he's like, you wild dog. Yeah, yeah. It's just yeah. like, oh my god. You want to go for a walk? It's like, yeah. He makes or something. <laughs> yeah, like that. yeah. <laughs> he does it. You yeah, mean? something yeah. like that. Uh. There's really good line. It's like, buddy, uh, don't get me wrong. It's not like I've never had sex before. I've had lots of sex. It's just now. It's just that now that I like to try with the partner. Uh, yeah, I wrote that one down. I wrote that one down. Uh. Yeah, here, here's your thing with with. <laughs> I love this. What are you doing here? Terry's girlfriend stopped by. Kavina. <laughs> she was very upset that she had missed you this morning. You know how she worships your bulging muscles and your hairy chest. Terry is such a, such a stallion. Go ahead. Show Go ahead, hair. Terry. Show your hairy chest. Yeah. <laughs> like, buddy. Buddy's amazing. Yeah. Mm, He's so no good. Buddy. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah. Let's talk a little bit about Rick. Um, that's an interesting character to bring in because he's not, like, it's... How do you relate to him? Is, is he the... Is he the the ugly duckling girlfriend that yeah. the person eventually comes around and realizes? But no, she's no, kind of focused on him that, the whole time. But there is that element of like he he has to be made over since he definitely makes him over right halfway through the movie right, and now he's like right looks cool or whatever, and she's like so super jealous to get him a yeah. a, a, a date for the prom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, there's this element to to their relationship that just seems, um, yeah. It, it just I don't know. I don't know why I like it so much. It feels organic. Like it, this movie is like it's lacking in a lot of ways, and I think that it's more in the comedy and it's less in the story. I th- I kind of like the story of the movie that she's sort of the narrative. Love, like, yeah, the, the there's 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 some there's some heart in it. Um, that no, you don't think so? No, I'm listening. I'm just listening. Yeah, I think that there's heart in it that that's um, especially with with the Rick thing. And the only thing the, uh, on this rewatch, the only time that that kind of faltered, I think, is at the end. Yeah. That his reaction, <clears throat> that his reaction when uh, uh, finally confronted with Terry's real boyfriend, yeah. uh, thinking that you know it's a gay relationship, and he's got the, the thing that's kind of a turnoff to me is how how much a Rick kind of like flips. Kind of being homophobic, you know? You think? No, I don't think so. Like he's like, I don't. No, I, I no, wasn't I think, interested in. I it. think. No. All right, so you have to look at it from Rick's point of view. That he, yeah, like he's he's seeing another dude come at him, okay. thinking that he's interested in this person. And Terry's and he's like, like, oh no, yeah, this is cool. Right, right, okay, okay. And he's like, when when he's when he's about to confront, he's like, look, I know you're gay. It's cool. Like right. he does have a very cool thing okay. about it. Okay. And that's the part again. I would have liked those twenty minutes of Rick being like. How do I feel about this person that I thought was a dude mm-hmm. for the last two weeks? Like, right. like when he storms off, you, I mean, first of all, it's just fucking rom com one on one that he has to storm off and you know right. process or whatever. Right. But there is that moment of like, like in how however some time passes that like he did have to sit and confront like probably yeah. I feel you know what got him out of it James Brown. <laughs> 
James <laughs> Brown got him out of it. If there's one thing I know about James Brown, not homophobic <laughs> at all. <laughs> Yeah, well, you but, know, yeah. on the other side of the coin, with you're saying with with Sherilyn Fenn, Sherilyn Fenn also seems so experimental. Do you think that she was really going to be that? But I, like, I would weirded have wanted, out by it. Yes, and here's why. Here's why I think yes because she's so like she sees Rick. I mean, she sees Terry, and it's like I want him. Like that's her. That's her soul focus. But in the even movie. before she went, was she there? When the when the reveal at the end, or had she no, already she left with, with Buddy. Buddy? Okay, so they're at the house fucking. Yeah. She doesn't find out until Buddy's deep dicking her. Yeah, here's the thing. <laughs> Terry walks in, and I guess maybe she doesn't realize what, like... There's, yeah. there's a... Ugh, I forgot the line, but there's a line that's like, makes it kind of clear that she's just a girl. Some, just some te- teenagers experimenting with sex or whatever Buddy says. Yeah, no, not that line. Terrible. Oh, oh, another line. Yeah. But yeah, there's some good old she does, she doesn't. She doesn't, yeah, she doesn't seem to, to either, have much of a reaction. She's either like the most progressive person right. where she's just like, oh, yeah, she, she was a girl? Nah, all right, whatever. I'm fucking... Uh, like, I, can, I can imagine her being down for both. I don't know. She's so sort of... Uh, 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 so sort of... I don't know. She's so attracted to men. Like, she seems so attracted to Terry because he's a guy. He's like a fox. He's like that sort of guy that I don't know. I don't think so. Ter- Terry. And she seems... Okay, wait. Before you get away from it. She seems very confident. Like, she seems very... Like, I know she myself. Is. She does, that, Yeah. And that's the thing that I don't feel like she would be, like, as distraught as Rick is. Rick is definitely... Right. Gonna go through some shit. I don't yeah. feel like Sandy is. Like Sandy will register it, but I don't think that she's gonna be. You know. No, I'm saying. I'm saying. I'm saying. I don't think she's. I don't think she's down with it because she's. I. I. I see Sandy as somebody who knows herself, and she knows that she's straight in a way. If that makes sense. Yeah, but why would she like the questioning of it? Is like why would this even register as a as I would a still wave. like to see her reaction though. Oh, yeah. if, even if it, yeah, I, be, I, I think right. we both agree that Rick's reaction oh, would yeah. be just from the point that he's a guy as, and it's as less close and as intimate as yeah, intimate yeah. he got with this yeah. you know male friend. You yeah, know? yeah, exactly. But I was still wanted to see her reaction to be like to see if she's like what the fuck if she's like oh, all right, T- you know, Terry. I'm I'm uh, this is what Terry's saying. Yeah. I'm I'm just seeing Sandy for Rick, buddy. For Rick, what happened to research, Terry? Well, that's what I that well, that's what I meant, buddy. So for your research, you're willing to toy with this poor girl's emotions? <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> All you transvestites are alike. Uh, you disgust me. Yeah, that's that's uh, when it goes yeah. too you far. Know what? Yeah, that was sort of the yeah. It was it wasn't so much homophobic. It was transphobic. It yeah. was a lot of like. Oh yeah, no. The comedy is the cross dressing. The yeah, cross dressing yeah. is the comedy. Yeah. There's a couple times in the movie where the cross dressing is the is the button on yeah, the yeah. joke. Yeah. Do you think we've gotten to a point where that's where that that kind of comedy can no longer be done? No longer be done. It yeah. definitely will still be done. I just feel like the question is: Is it going to be in movies that are going to be popular, or are they going to be like are are they going to be immediately criticized? Because yeah. okay, so we have Bruce Jenner just coming out now Caitlyn as Caitlyn Jenner. Caitlyn Jenner, and you have uh, uh, the the I can't remember the uh, actress from uh, Orange is the New Black. Orange is the New Black. Uh, Lavina, something Cox. Mm-hmm. Lavina Cox, Lavina Cox. You're seeing it more 
in the forefront now in our media. Yeah. It's a question of, can it be done as flagrantly? No. Yeah. But can it still be like in a, a fucking um, uh, a, a Paul Blart movie? Definitely. If, can it be in a, uh, okay. you know, can it be yeah, in yeah. a middle America comedy? Definitely. You know? Okay. You know? It could definitely, I can but definitely you don't think see there'd it. there'd be like a huge backlash? Oh, it, there like, will... would that be the, 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 so when you say like a Paul Blart movie, is there like a subplot or is it the plot? No, no, I'm just saying, like, I can see this type of comedy, uh, the cross-dressing being the, the comedy, okay. uh, be a segment or be some sort of joke in there. Like, like there was a time period when one of the most prevalent things in 80s movies especially mm-hmm. um, was, you know, uh, let's see if we can tip our toe over this line uh, to make to make a joke about either cross dressing or being gay. Okay. I remember the end of um, some like it hot, mm-hmm. the nineteen fifties uh, Billy Wilder movie, mm-hmm. and uh, Jack Lemmon is dressed as a woman, and he's with the the man who's been basically you know courting her, yeah. and he says to the man. You know I'm a guy, right? Yeah. He's like, We're, uh, no, no one's perfect. perfect. Yeah. Nobody's perfect. That's super progressive. Yeah, it's super subversive. It's super fucking yeah. shocking yeah. for 1950s. Yeah. That same type of joking, completely like regular, normal in 80s movies all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. John Hughes movies had it. John Hughes movies had racism too. That's a yeah. whole other story. But yeah, no, it was very prevalent. Now, like nowadays. Where is the comedy coming from? Is the comedy coming from, like, it depends, you know, are, are you talking about a slapstick comedy? Are you talking about, um, like, uh, I can imagine, like, uh, who am I thinking of? The, um, like, the, the, the redneck comedians, you know, like, uh, Middle America. Blue collar comedy. Yeah, um, blue collar comedy. Larry the Cable Guy. Exactly, Larry the Cable, Cable Guy movies, Paul Blart movies. I feel like those movies, the ones that are Middle America comedies, they could definitely get away with that. Okay. Will the black backlash be there? Yeah, on the internet, in our fucking bubble. Yeah, but who's yeah, going to yeah. listen to the internet bubble? Yeah, you know, we're, okay. we're not as prevalent as we are. Might, might even boost the boost bubble. Yeah, yeah. Man, I love that. I loved watching Larry the Cable Guy 3 or whatever bullshit he's in. Yeah. Because of that fucking scene where he dresses up as the Chiquita Banana woman. and uh, No, but that's my question. Yeah. Is it... Is it a scene in a movie or is it the movie? Do you think like, they can do, you think do like as flagrant as yeah, the plot, like yeah. this movie? Yeah, like it could be as flagrant as oh, he's going to, she's going to dress up as a guy. Or yeah, he's dress the up sexual as a girl. politics of it would be yeah. way too much. But you could like if there's a scene in Paul Blart, we have to cross dress. Yeah, that's right, that's yeah. that's. A... Yeah, I agree with that. But yeah, I agree. Yeah, that's uh, you know the. the I think we did this whole fucking thing. You know, like okay, I I, I got to do one more. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, Terry. Terry. How do I look, buddy? Dashing, Terry. My my zipper's open. <laughs> my zipper's open, buddy. Buddy, that was the dashing part. Yeah. Okay. Look, this, all I'm saying is I did this podcast just to, to, the to quote life. buddy. Buddy's right. quotes are amazing. Yeah. Um, no, uh, so I movie- heard you on the podcast. That was a good idea. <laughs> it's a good move by you. No, this movie is definitely uh, it. Definitely has issues. Yeah. I think that the movie works better. Um, as a as a piece of nostalgia, just yeah. like if looks could kill the other movie that we did, but um, I I gotta say there is, there are elements about the the story and the kind of okay, buddy's the high point for me the the fucking high water mark, mm-hmm. uh, the stuff between uh, Rick and Terry I like a lot. The flaws are there. The comedy falls flat a lot. I'll yeah. say this um, also. Um, 
it never bothered me before, but Joyce Heiser's voice as male Terry bothers me now. Nope. Nope. You like it? It, I don't even hear the difference. Like there's oh, okay. a slight, the, which is like, fa- which yeah. is like, dude, you know, talking a little deeper. Yeah. It's but it's the thing of like, this is why I brought it up because her natural voice yeah. doesn't sound that feminine. Yeah, if she it's had not been very like, high, it's yeah, not if very... she if, if she had gone from like, hey Rick, oh my god, <laughs> to like, yo, what up, <laughs> like that would have been jarring. But like just her natural you know speaking okay. voice. Here's 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 a little follow up to your yeah. last question. Could a Wayans brother? Do or or uh, one of the Wayans yeah. could the Wayans do this movie like a you know they've done a white, white chicks, chicks. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah can they do this type of movie with uh, a male what was the last cross dressing type movie like this wasn't there a, a, a or Big Mama yeah. Yeah, but they always they always yeah, but they always seem seem to serve uh, serve as a as a it's not the main yeah it's yeah that's another thing yeah this is one of the few comedies I remember a woman a woman being it was like Eddie well Eddie was different because she was Eddie was different yeah he he was like over it was like them making up somebody she Uh didn't dress. yeah I feel like there was one lately or like there's been one since this one okay. Just Here's a perfect there. example. The probably the best known example that we we were forgetting, Mrs. Doubtfire. Oh right, Mrs. No, no but again, that's a man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A but, woman. but that's what I'm saying. As far as cross-dressing comedies go, yeah. even that movie that's '93, '94, right. right. even that movie is playing up the cross-dressing comedy. Yeah. The you know, the, you you don't want to be thought of as trans you don't want to be thought of as gay if you're a male that's where the comedy comes from in the in the really male oriented ones is that you're cross-dressing at no point this should this feel normal to the viewer i don't know i think the gender swap but the gender swap with this or when it's a woman it feels even more well it feels like you're commenting not it feels like you're commenting on sexism and then not only are you commenting on sexism like this one has a love story so, like, again, by the end, when you're, like, when Rick is, like, I'm in love with her, or whatever, she doesn't say that, but yeah. that's basically what you get. It's, like, it, there is a weird head fuck of, like, well, did the, he, it, it makes you think more. Because when if it's, it, and again, it's, like, if it's Robin Williams, if it's Marlon Wayans, if yeah. it's Martin Lawrence, like, you're going to see them. You're going to see a right. Martin Lawrence movie, right. and you know where it's going. You're going to see a Robin Williams Are you movie. saying motherfuckers in 85 weren't going to see a, a Joyce Heiser joint? Yes. <laughs> you know, what, it's, and and it's also a love story more more than the other yeah. ones, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Or maybe I'm just being really no, no, no. sexist because I'm a dude. No, no, no. I think that the, the this movie makes me feel weird, Greg. <laughs> the thing that's that, that's interesting, it keep coming up, it keep it keep coming back to it is, uh, you know, I hear interviews with RuPaul, I hear interviews mm. with people who are trans, and talking about how we consider normal being able to label and identify sexuality yeah. being able to identify a gender and as soon as something plays with our uh, right. problem with gender and there's androgyny and we have trouble with that yeah. that's when we don't feel comfortable the people that don't feel a problem with it are usually the performers because they don't feel uncomfortable right, with, right. with gender bending yeah. or the gender role bending now the thing that I love about just one of the guys as a singular uh, example mm-hmm. is what we're talking about. Everything about this movie, <clears throat> there's a bent <clears throat> of uh, male sexism in the movie. Yeah. But it's almost part of the plot. Yes. 
I don't really have a problem with the movie, and even more so, you probably could say that this is a little more of an empowered movie because it's directed by a woman. Right. Uh, I do have a problem with the status quo ending, though. The happy mm-hmm. ending is that she's going to become a regular woman, quote-unquote, yeah, again, yeah, yeah. in a relationship where the man is the patriarchal person in power. But this time they're in love, Greg. This time they're in love. Um... A, a wise person once told me it's really hard to end a movie, Greg Sedashi. <laughs> um, you know the thing is, if mean, you can end a movie yeah. great, then you'll think that's a great movie. Then yeah. you go back and watch it. Like this movie's not that Have good. You seen Whiplash, great yet? ending. No, I haven't seen Whiplash. Oh, that's a good Wait a minute, Whiplash? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm thinking of uh, Whip It. That's the, a good movie too. Yeah, not yeah. really a good ending. Though. No, no, Whiplash. I love. Yeah, yeah, it goes where you think it's going. Um, Whiplash. I love. Are you talking yeah, about that? The ending was better than the movie. Yeah, yeah. That's just a great ending. Yeah, no, that's a great ending. Um, kind of like French Connection 2 ends at the exact point it's supposed to. I haven't seen it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's... it's. But this movie is also... I don't, uh, uh, this is a movie that fulfills every genre box. Like, yeah, it, yeah. It's, it's... If it's 80s... The, the, the complaint you're having, you can make about, you know, all but like the best romantic comedies that like... It's going to end the way you think it's going to end. And it also, what you're saying is it, it's it's checking off all the boxes yeah. of a commercial commodity yeah. in the 80s. Yeah. You have tits in it. Yeah. You have a lot of sexuality yeah. in it. Teens having sex, drinking, yeah. you know, drinking a little beer. Yeah. Beer cans beer. that say beer on them. Beer. Drinking, <laughs> what kind of beer are they drinking? Beer. beer. I, I would love, like, if that was a Budweiser. Yeah. But that, like... Somebody convinced them that, like, no, this is the move that we're gonna be. Every fucking Miller stamps it on the fucking <laughs> side. Fucking core. You know, we're just, you know, we're gonna be beer. You yeah, know yeah. why? Because we're just fucking beer. We are beer. Man, you gotta read your shit, man. I would have loved You just I, got uh, ABC on me. Always be closing. Uh, 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 side note on that thing Kanye was like on E and he like, Took the E logo off of all the microphones. Was like, yo, we're we're more about this. We, yeah. We're not all about this fucking logoing. And yeah. I've always thought, yeah, because like everybody brands their shit. Yeah, yeah. Everyone. You would remember the one group of people that didn't like yeah, yeah. go overboard with the branding. Yeah, because it sticks better. out. Because yeah. your, your fucking uh, a product placement is yeah. so prevalent yeah. in every movie that we see. Beer. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, they're drinking. Hey, you want a beer? beer. What kind is that? It's but you know what beer. they could afford? Coca Cola. <laughs> Well, Coca-Cola is a whore. Coca-Cola <laughs> could be in anything. Uh, um, yeah. No, that I think that the movie does have some troubles, but yeah. I do like that we're kind of pinpointing uh, a lot of what it does right. I don't think that you know what it's a it's above average. Yeah, it's not it like a the, the, a crappy yeah. throwaway eighties rom com. If you if you if you think about it hard enough, it is sort of a movie where a guy makes a friendship with a guy mm-hmm. that at the end. Turns out to be a girl, and like, I don't know that Rick's mind to me. Rick's mind to me at the end is just like, where is his head? Where is well, his okay. head at? Okay, post dance. You know, does he mean? fuck Debbie? One, because that seems like a real like fuck. Nah, man, I'm a man. I'm a, I'm yeah. A, I'm a, mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna get I'm gonna in there. Get that out and, and prove yeah. that I'm a man. And then he wakes up empty, and then he has to like. Go over his feelings for this. Well, here's the thing. Oh, he's just a dog because those tits were fucking perfect. And he was like, hey, they were perfect. I put my dick in between those. Exactly. Fuck all that. I don't care if you are a man. You got tits like that? I'm with you. It's okay. It's okay, everybody. (laughs) He has tits. He has tits. Such a good line. Um, I'm going to say this. Everything, the the denouement of the movie 
is 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 so and it's rushed sli- too. slipshot and rushed, yeah. but because all of the things that happen happen off screen. He reads the article. Yeah. He has his sexual identity crisis. <laughs> yeah. uh, he he even had the, he even has their makeup off off scene because when he comes back into the scene with yeah. her, he's like, "Did you mean everything you said in that article?" She's like, yeah. yeah. I was like. Good. That's it. That's it. So she has a good moment with the teacher, like I learned some mm-hmm. things, mm-hmm. which I'm like, fuck you, like, really? fuck you, yeah, yeah, fuck really? you. I was a teenage boy. Uh, your article, I was a teenage boy, definitely uh, yeah. opened my mind to yeah. treating everyone equally. <laughs> uh, masturbation. Yeah, if you can't, uh, if you can't tell, because uh, it's an audio podcast, I'm jerking off like Boy Terry would. Yeah, yeah. We're jerking sock. off me watching yeah, watching, this, watching movie this movie repeatedly. Um, yeah, though I do like the first teacher just because in my head I'm like, if you're a high school teacher, you know you're looking at them girls. Oh, definitely. I love that it, it at least pops that balloon of, <laughs> are they really checking them out? You got so, you got yeah. this horn dog that wants to keep her back a year, so she'll stick around. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. The end is just so rushed. Yeah, the uh, end is rushed. I think that after the he has tits. That's the end of the movie. Yeah. Like, that's the end of the movie. You know <laughs> yeah. where it's going to go. You can turn it yeah, off. That's, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, uh, I guess I won't do this quick hitter because we're talking about the sexual politics of this. How old... Okay. Uh, two related things. Uh, first, I'll, I'll go with the smaller point and then I'll go with the smaller character. How old do you think that guitarist is that hits Jesus Christ. Because <laughs> I'm like... So her friend, like forty, her, her friend Denise, right? Yeah, her friend Denise, high schooler Denise, high schooler Denise. And by the way, she is a great character. I like her as a yeah, as yeah, an actress. She's, right. she's, she's kind of sweet. She reminds me of my, my she reminds me of my uh, my uh, my uh, sister's Jeep? friends. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> she reminds me of no. She she reminds me of my, sister, my sister's uh, friends. I was my sister's chief. <laughs> Does this mean? Does she remind you of your sister's friend? Because in this instance, your buddy, and you yes. were trying to fuck her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I dropped the rose. <laughs> yeah, dropped the rose in front of her. Uh, no, it's uh, it's interesting. Also, she's yes, so he's old. To me. He's huh? She's bland. bland yeah, okay. but yeah, but that like, dude, old as fuck. Old as fuck. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And the and the lead singer too. He's like forty one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and is that like? Again, this is the, the, the pet peeve of, is that like, was that supposed to be a famous band? This is how bad it is. This is how bad this movie could be. No, no. I, I would say that this movie, it, its soundtrack is yeah. wall-to-wall, like, kind of rip-offs and sound alikes. Okay, but this is the thing. The reason, like, Except the John the Hughes movies work yeah. is that maybe one song was made for the movie. Yeah. Otherwise, he's like... He's picking through shit, and he's, like, going with already Just One of the songs. Guys has a song called Just One of the Guys. It plays when oh, she like oh, shows yeah. up. All the, the music is like the film department calling the music department, yeah. like, "Hey, we're yeah. making this movie. Yeah. Get, get us some of yeah, your yeah. bubbling artists." But the point is, when you see it thirty years later, and none of those artists pop, is you're just like, "These songs are so fucking forgettable." Well, yeah, man. Uh, Cut to the band, the hot band of the time that you pick. Yeah. Like, it's. Like, I don't think so. I don't think that that's I, a I real think, band. I think it's a real band. I, I, I imagine so. this is why I think it's a real band because there's no movie that we've ever seen like that. Where it's not a real band. Like, the big ah. dance at the high school I'm gonna say is this. either a band within the structure of the movie or it's a real band. I think it's a, a band within the structure of the movie to pay off 
how oh, fucking okay, nice that's true. how fucking no. nice the destination of that prom is. <laughs> that's no, what I'm saying. But no. I'll give you but I'll give you a perfect example yeah. of why this uh this works because as forgettable as the music and the bands are that are on the soundtrack, mm-hmm. think of any movie that came out in the 90s when we were in high school yeah. and most of those bands are nowhere to be found anymore. But that's what I'm saying, like I know I can't. I think it's she's all that, and there's yeah. a band in it. Yeah, and it's like at the time they were yes. hot, but yeah, like, yeah. like a kid watching it yeah, today yeah. is like, who yeah, the yeah. Fuck who the fuck are they? Yeah, that's why I think that's a real band because because yeah. we're like who they the were fuck probably are they? really popular were, in like '77. Yeah. They're like these no. new kids are listening. Well, they're old, is what I'm saying. They're fucking. They're <laughs> okay, fucking. Right. You know, 45 and years old. If it's a real band, I like the idea that a fucking 30 year old ending up with Denise is like is a thing that happens. It's a, it's a thing that like nobody co- would comment creepy. on. I do like that you brought up a, a point uh, indirectly. When I was watching this movie, my sisters are twelve and fourteen years older. Mm. My oldest sister had moved out of the house. She was mm-hmm. gone. She was with with her boyfriend at the time. But my sister Tanya, the younger of the two, mm-hmm. moved back at home and. I would see growing up, even before this movie, you know, yeah. I would always see her and her high school friends acting very Valley, which was popular, yeah. very California, very Bill and Ted. Like those were popular movies in the late eighties when she was in high school. Yeah. So her watching this movie, I remember watching this movie with her mm-hmm. and I was a little kid and she's you know, I think she was nineteen or something mm-hmm. like that. And it's so it's so weird because that's her generation. Those yeah. are the movies that those were the, the that was the music and the movies that they were watching. Yeah. And uh and that's the other connection to it, is that I was not only seeing this movie and thinking, Well, this is what high school is gonna be like, but I was relating that yeah. to seeing like this is what she's going through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She has bullies there, she deals with like she went to and Laurel and dressed up as, as, a, a, as a guy, yeah. yeah. Um, the second thing along those signs is Greg. Is that his name, Greg? No, Greg Tolan, not Greg Tolan. No, no, no. What's her boyfriend's name, Rick? Kevina, Kev, Kevin. Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> I love how you had to move back. I love how you had Rick, to work backwards. Yeah, so, you were, so you were Kevina, uh, Kevin. Kevin, all right. Um, Martina Luther King. Do you think George R. R. Martin really likes this movie? And it was like, <laughs> I can't call anybody Kevina, but I could put the A where the AI is. And her fucking cousin is going to be Kevin. Um, that he, Kevin, Kavita. Oh, my God. What college student, A, has that kind of car, can take his girlfriend out in a tux to some fancy dinner? Rich yuppies, man. Rich fucking yuppies. And, and you know that she's got, she's coming from cash, too. Her fucking yeah, sure, parents, yeah. both of their, par- their parents are on like, this vacation, this, like, two-week vacation. Do we know anybody with cash in college? Because I don't like, maybe, or maybe all of our friends were poor, but it was like... I, didn't, I still didn't know anybody... I knew kids like this. Okay. You're talking about kids... That when that, they went to college, could afford that kind of car. Or maybe they just, they just got, got it from their... Okay. Yeah, and got it from they their They would parent. go to fancy dinners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a very, like, more than anything, this this movie... Upper crust. It's upper crust, but it's all, it's so suburban. This okay. movie is so suburban. I also like that <laughs> Kevin... That when Kevin's at the dance and he sees that girl, he's like, "Hey, yeah, you're here with the date, aren't you? Yeah, never mind." Yeah, no, she says, "Yeah, yeah." yeah. And no, but he's off. such a creeper. Yeah, like, totally. Why is he dating high school girls? Totally. 
Why does the world spin, my friend? Why does the world go round? Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah, let me let me bypass all the, the, the uh, sexist jokes that we're making because obviously we're making them because we're sexist. No, we're making it because, uh, you know, it's it's rife uh, fertile ground for it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think the movie does have a lot of these problems that you could you definitely focus in on. Yeah. But, uh, you know... I think I think it's it's an interesting time capsule, not just of yeah. the '80s, but of sexual politics yeah. uh, coming up. You know, we see we see movies handle this topic a lot more dramatically, yeah. a lot more heavy. And this movie does a lot with 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 it's comedy, with levity, yeah, with with some brightness to it. Um. Anything in closing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah? Well, no, I'm not closing. Oh, yet. you're dead. Shit. shit. I got another hour and a half of this shit. I didn't go to high school in the 80s. I went to high school in the 2000s. But I would imagine that if I was a high school administrator in 1985 mm-hmm. and some young man came up to me talking about how he wants to enroll into my school, mm-hmm. I would say, where are your parents, sir? Right, right, right. How does the fuck right, right. did she enroll into school for two weeks? Mm-hmm. Parents not there, mm-hmm. and then at the end, she just goes back to her old school. I have to imagine. No sense. I have to imagine <laughs> that Buddy is really good at forging signatures, <laughs> and uh, also a lot of things were done on the phone. She used the deep voice. Oh he used God. the deep voice. Oh, is this, it's like Hi, Taylor? this is Terry's father. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and so like, and then sure, they did everything on the phone. There's only two weeks left in the school year. Why are you enrolling this student? <laughs> There's only two weeks left. How do the two weeks like? Because prom is about to happen. So not only is it like two weeks left, if they're seniors, this is really like May 1st to like May 17th. That's it. Why you know is this student getting involved? You, you busted the bubble of reality for this movie. The movie, it falls <laughs> no apart. Fucking it falls apart. sense. It falls apart. That was my, that's always been one thing. I'm like, so she just... So that's a lot of paperwork. You know what? I'm going to tell you, you know what it, what would happen? She went in there, says, I'm going to enroll. Yeah. She's like, you got d- legs that go on for days? you goddamn right. It's another comment yeah. on sexism. Yeah, She sure. got in there for the last two weeks. But, but she was a dude. Can we talk <laughs> it about works. Can we talk about the wardrobe? We never talked about Terry's sure, wardrobe. Sure. I kind of liked it. Yeah, it's very pristine. I, I think it's yeah. very pristine, like Saved by the Bell almost. Yeah. You know, but it's also ties like, a lot. Yeah. Also, it's like, is this what a woman's idea of what a man? Like, I feel like she would. But she those dressed. are Buddy's clothes, aren't they? No. She's, oh, just she's got plastic. Yeah, she definitely has plastic. <laughs> I think those. Very popular. Or either her father's clothes. I think. No, 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 no. That is not her father's. Huh? I imagine she just bought them then. She bought them. Yeah. So. In my head, is this like her idea? Okay, because one, what teenager dresses like that? I don't think. I don't think. Oh, do you hip, think hip, hip teenagers in in California? I think in the eighties, definitely. Okay, I think I can see that going go. to going to new wave shows. We'll just we'll just say that. Nah, yeah, you're right, Fernando. No, nah, you're right, Fernando. Go ahead. So in my mind, this is her idea yeah, of yeah. her ideal dude. Yeah, like, no, this what is you what do, her dude. What you're doing is, what you're doing is, this is what Superman thinks uh, <laughs> yeah. human beings are. So look, this is Clark Kent, look, weakling, has once, bad eyesight. Once you make your indie darling, <laughs> and the Hollywood studios come knocking, and right. they're like, hey, we want to remake Kill Bill, and you take on this mm-hmm. $300 million production... Yeah. That's what you're going to say. That's my scene. My yeah, scene is going to be about just one of the guys. Yeah, it's going to be like, 
Yeah, you know, you know, the just thing one that of the always, guys. The thing that always bothered me about just one of the guys <laughs> yeah. is that Joyce Heiser <laughs> as Terry was actually making a comment about yeah. men. Yeah, men are weak. <laughs> this is what she thinks about them. Okay, um, let's 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 uh, let's let's wrap it up. Let's look at all my. Let's look at. Let's look, let's I thought look you had one notes. note. That was a joke. Jesus Christ, you have notes. Yeah, man. Notes and notes. And I think we got the most of it actually. Buddy's dick name. Spike. I love it. <laughs> Buddy's dick name is Spike. Uh, Can't I put, no, I put Rick's out here banging cougars. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah! Wait, yes. So. <laughs> so they have that moment where Rick's like, uh, uh, he's like, yeah, have you ever done it with anybody? He's like, yeah, once. After my dad died, yeah, yeah. my mom's friend saw that I was dead. Right. My mom's friends were never shoot this him, nice. Shoot him up. Have you shoot ever heard of this? Is this a white people thing? Uh, no. You know what? I think that my view on this came from this movie, that uh, I was always partly hoping that when a family member died, <laughs> that I was going to get, like, to fuck someone. Right. It's like, yeah, such a weird... And, like, when did his dad die? How long has his dad been gone? Right. Was he 12? He was 10. Like, he how, was 10. He was how old was Rick when this happened? <laughs> this is so disturbing to me. Yeah. Well, you know, what if she's, you know... You can never tell how old. And then... All right. Let's get the disturbing part of the way. Let me get my guy brain out here. You're what? If I'm fucking some 40-year-old chick, uh-huh. I'm definitely not nervous about fucking these high school bitches. Definitely not. I would have been running through them. Why is not. Rick not running through these hoes? Definitely not. Uh, you know what? He, he, yeah, yeah. It doesn't make much sense with his psychology. But then again, you know, he probably, she, she started, she put, put, him, put him in her, and then he finished in 30 seconds, and he's got that cloud over his head. That's such a weird thing. Like It's not like mom... it was a long-term, not <laughs> Have no, no. Type I'm just thing. thinking about the psychology of like, oh, this poor boy just, this poor boy, he's sad. His dad just died. I'm gonna fuck him. <laughs> like, what? Okay, look, look. Her, her fucking goal and her plan was not to fuck him. Her, hold on. She takes him out for drinks. Okay. They, okay. They get. <laughs> Why are you giving a teenager? Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm fucking saying. Look, look, look. The, the age to do it was uh, 18, right? Okay, he turned 18 in January, okay? His father so died in 18. It was like six months ago. <laughs> he didn't say it was a long, long time ago, did he? No, that is the question, though. Okay, but, right. okay. give me the benefit of the doubt. Okay. Takes, takes him out. I'm really sad about your father. You know, I had great, uh, great uh, uh, memories of him and your mother doing blah, blah, blah. You know, let's go out for a drink. Let's let's have dinner. You know, let's talk. Let's catch up. It's very the graduate. It's very like mm-hmm. Ben. What do you? What have you been doing or whatever? And then he she gives him the Mrs. Robinson. <laughs> All right. You know, she takes off her her uh, her stocking when she you know when they're back. He drives her back to her house. Yeah. Like thank you, thank you very much, uh, Cheryl. You know, I really appreciate all the, the things that you said about my dad. It really makes me feel better. She's like, you want to come in for a nightcap? Comes in, you know, she starts taking off her stocking. Boom, bang. Talk about Rick and Mortis, am I right? <laughs> uh, I, think we, I think we figured it out. Uh, the, uh, the last thing I'll say is uh, when Buddy is teaching Terry how to move like a guy, yeah. like you got to spread yeah. out. Yeah. No, but he's just like, oh. you got to spread out, like sort of the man spreading uh-huh. thing that's going on. It's a very like... Did that, that too? Did that too? Yeah. I think that's the stance that yeah. I got influenced by. You were by. like, I got it. You got wide but, earth. But let's talk about something. Sure. Let's talk about... Is it a little racist? 
the the little jive jive like like this is what it is. Yes, but you're like, where did they get this from? Because the part of me is just like, it's did very dynamite. This? It's very like yeah, it is. They watch black television. I was like, did they get this from a black person, or is this just like something that people in the yeah, it's racist. Yes. Any black people other than the teacher in this movie? Although he was a teacher, so he was, um, he, he was in a position of authority. Yeah. Um, I don't remember any black. No one in the gym class. I don't even remember them at the prom. That's when you go gym class athletics, really. Wow. Uh, The prom. Definitely no black people in the uh, in the writers' workshop. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. (laughs) I think there might have been one actually in her class. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. There might have been one. Yeah, very interesting movie, but nonetheless. Now, now I want the movie about that black teacher working at the all-white school in the 80s. Because you know he had to go to some oh, shit. Oh, he had some stories. He's he got, even, he started as a woman. He started going there as a woman. <laughs> okay. Uh, thank you very much, Fernando. Right, this man. was a, a good talk. I like I like having perspective on movies that you you don't think at first that you could chew into. Yeah. That there's not a lot, but there's actually a lot. I think there was a lot more in this to talk about than than uh, if looks could kill. Honestly, yeah. if looks could kill was pretty by the numbers. Yeah, the sexual politics of it definitely makes it. And it's also yeah. happening, at, like, you gotta remember, AIDS is huge at this point. Right, there's a bunch of things bunch that... Of things are, it's, it's smack dab yeah, in the middle of the 80s. Yeah, yeah. yeah, there's very androgynous vibe going mm-hmm. on here. Yeah, You got any plugs? Um, I just want one of your faithful listeners to let me know, or let you know, let us know, any other cross-dressing movies yeah. where it's a woman yes. trying to become a man. A woman becoming a man yeah. is what um, we're, we're interested yeah. in. Because I want to know if there was any the tropes better the examples other, yeah. of this. Because the tropes are... Well, oh, the Albert Nobbs movie. The uh, uh, Albert Nobbs, Glenn Close. Glenn Close is a movie with Glenn Close uh, from a few years back. Okay. I didn't see it. And I think she's like wants to be an actress. Uh-huh. Uh, but, it, and it's also set, but it's also set like the... 1800s or something yeah. so that's one I can think of but yeah if you can think of any more movies um yeah no plugs just your shit I mean our uh, shit the Wire podcast uh, oh, come on you have these it. set up come on Arturo Morla on oh, Twitter find me. If they you don't care about you're gonna all the pieces matter you wanna talk about that a little bit Craig, this is your podcast. If they already listen to your podcast, they already know about our all the pieces matter. This podcast. is almost like uh, us fighting about HBO being in the in the pitch for HBO's The Wire. Look, look, you heard the pitch, uh, the plug at the beginning of the episode. Yeah. Fernando is my co-host on that show. I, I even said it in here. It. I made a joke I, about all the pieces matter already. You did you did? You, I just like a little more more formal plugs at the end. Okay, you want to. It's never going to happen, Greg. No, it's never going to happen. It's never going to have it the way that I want No, the, the podcast never going to blow up, all right? It's just us in a room talking. It's okay. You got Look, this. People are going to get you got the wire Blu-rays, okay? <laughs> and they're going to be like, I need a whole podcast pers- retrospective, two hours an episode, to fucking tell me what I should think. It's one hour an episode. It's two hours <laughs> a podcast. It's two episodes. No, two hours a podcast episode yeah. is what I was saying. Yeah. Are we done? I don't, this is your show. You tell me what Lannister, we're Lannister. <laughs> Lannister, Lannister. Thanks, Fernando.
Radio.